The fault. We believe that all men are created equal. To the magnificent mosaic that is America. Radio beacon to radio beacon. Lawmakers across the U.S. seem to know very little to almost nothing about how abortion, pregnancy, or even human bodies work. <laughs> if a child is halfway delivered out of the birth canal, is it permissible to have an abortion? Would you support the right for an abortion then? I can't even fathom that. From what I understand from doctors, that's really rare. If it's a legitimate rape, uh, the female body has ways to try to shut that whole thing down. Can this same procedure then be done in a pregnancy? Following, swallowing a camera and helping the doctor determine what the situation is with the... Mr. Chairman and Representative, uh, it cannot be done in pregnancy simply because when you swallow a pill, it would not end up in the vagina. Fascinating. That, that certainly makes sense, doctor. Ah, yes, that's right. These are the people, mostly men, who are in charge of legislating how women live in our own bodies. Oh. Questioning medical experts and witnesses, mostly women, about what a pregnancy or an abortion is, as Congressman Jody Heiss did at a House hearing today. Is there any instance of a woman giving birth to something that is not a human being, a baby, like, I don't know, a turtle. Mary had a little lamb. Uh, what the hell, everybody? What, I mean, how, how, how is this possible that we are living in a modern era, that we're living in the 21st century, this is 2022, almost 2023, and people who are in charge of our safety, our security, our quality of life, our uh, health care, our tax code, our ability to get through a global pandemic, to get through a global depression, reset, are, are these people. How, how, how is this happening? How is this happening to us? The answer is minority rule, divided government. I mean, that, that, that's the answer. And, you know, the simplest explanation is always the best one. But I have to tell you, this is just so beyond acceptable, so beyond conscionable, so beyond reasonable that the idea that this is still the America of my birth or yours should be totally struck from your mind. We are in the most bizarre time with the most insane people in charge of the most powerful government on, on the planet. On the planet. Now, I, I have to tell you, okay, first of all, um, let me just say that uh, yesterday uh, I opined, <laughs> which I try not to do, but I opined yesterday, and I was going to put money on it. You should have bet me. You should have bet me because you would have won. Yesterday, I opined that the witness tampering was Mike Pence. I don't know that it wasn't Mike Pence. Um, all I could tell you is that it seems like it's also, also a White House support staffer who never hears from Donald Trump, who apparently got uh, a phone call from Donald Trump. 
and didn't take the phone call from Donald Trump because he or she never, ever got a phone call from Donald Trump. And apparently this person is preparing to be a witness a week from today in prime time uh, at the January 6th Select Committee hearing. And Donald Trump was trying to reach this person, probably like he was trying to reach, you know, Paul Manafort or trying to reach... uh, Steve Bannon or trying to reach Michael Cohn or, you know, or any of the other witnesses that uh, Donald Trump has tampered with in the past. Right. Um, And also uh, Cassidy Hutchinson, who testified that he was also telling her, you know, as long as you protect the people you're supposed to protect, you'll be fine. You know, and I read transcripts and, you know, uh, so so go up there and, uh, you know, I know you'll remain loyal, you know, this kind of mob stuff. So I thought because we haven't seen the brave, you know, Mike Pence, the object of the uh, of the kill. <laughs> oh god, cuz they're pro life, you know. The object of the uh, gallows being put there in the first place, the 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 target, Mike Pence, because we haven't heard from him, we haven't seen his deposition, we don't believe one was taken, we don't believe he volunteered for anything. I was assuming that they were saving him for the last hearing that will happen a week from today uh, in prime time that is going to focus on the president's dereliction of duty. And uh, in this manner, no, not during COVID and not calling it a hoax and not letting the pandemic, you know, just sweep the nation and America having the most deaths, the most sicknesses, our hospitals overwhelmed because he said, you know, it was a democratic hoax, et cetera. No. And now we're paying for it still, still, because a global pandemic means a global supply chain F up. And that means supply and demand are not speaking to each other. They're not in balance, you see. And that creates uh, inflation. And uh, in the end, we'll have to raise interest rates. And that might create a recession. So thanks for the gift that keeps on giving. But it isn't Mike Pence. They're reporting something else. Ryan Nobles from CNN said that the person that Liz Cheney was referring to is a a White House support staff. We are learning tonight uh, from multiple sources connected to the January 6th Select Committee that the individual who Donald Trump is alleged to have called shortly after Cassidy Hutchinson's testimony, and that person declined the call, is a member of the White House support staff, the professional sports support staff Uh, that works in the White House on a daily basis. And that individual uh, is someone who normally uh, was not accustomed to getting phone calls from the former president. That's why they declined the call uh, and then referred the information to their attorney. You'll remember, Laura, uh, that the committee uh, provided this information at the end of their hearing on Tuesday night. They didn't provide any information about this person's name uh, or uh, why they believed that this was an example of witness intimidation, but it said that it was something that made them very concerned. And that is why they referred that information to the Department of Justice. Okay, so uh, it's it's not the brave and stand-up Mike Pence. Why did I give him credit like that? I, I, I don't know what made me uh, think that in the end, Mike Pence was uh, actually a, a, a stand-up guy. But anyway, I digress. The, um, the, I, I needed to say that my opinion uh, was debunked. It was uh, shot down. It was uh, reported to be not a, a, a fact-based opinion. Okay, so I just wanted to get that out of the way. Now that we're going to talk about this, because this is what 
it means to be a stand-up gal, a, a real uh, you know broadcaster who's interested in facts, is to say, okay, I gave my opinion yesterday, and uh, based on the facts I now have, my opinion was wrong. Well, check this out. You remember the other day, uh, Joe Biden was uh, giving, uh, you know, a, a talk to the American people about uh, this this terrible, terrible Supreme Court. It's awful decision to take away a constitutionally protected right to privacy and his shock in in learning that a 10 year old girl, which some people think is rare. That a 10 year old girl would be raped and made pregnant and then have to go over state lines to receive medical care to end that pregnancy because she's 10. Okay, she's 10. She can't uh, consent to sex, nor can she consent to medical procedures. So her parents were notified by children's services that a um, the child was reporting that she was uh, sexually assaulted, that she had uh, been raped and uh, that this girl is actually pregnant. And Biden was outraged about this because now uh, it's not between the doctor and the parent. It's not between the parent and the clergy. It's not between medical professionals and the family. No, now, now it's up to the U.S. government and these brilliant, brilliant men who serve in the House of Representatives and in the United States Senate to decide what happens to her.